What's with Mountain Dew? Mountain Dew is like a zipline of incredible flavor directly into your brain. Mountain Dew is like getting punched in the mouth with pure neon refreshment that creates a neural explosion sending flavor shards of electric brain pulses into your very core of being. Okay, maybe that's a little over the top, but you get the idea. The fact is, the mind-bending challenge of describing the taste of Mountain Dew is way harder than just experiencing it. That, of course, is easy. Just grab a nice cold dew, crack it open, and toss them back. Mountain Dew. Do the dew. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Self-Made CEO Podcast. I am your host, Adrian Finch, and this is, I believe, episode 42 or 43. We are almost at 50. I should do some sort of celebration for the big five. Oh, <laughs> that was so stupid. I'm sorry. Um, hi. I'm so happy because today is a very special interview. Um, I know I mentioned almost at the start of creating this podcast that I wanted to hire someone to help me with social media. And, you know, I, I think I've mentioned before just the whole situation of me hiring people and not ever having had an employee. And I finally hired a social media intern. She is a graphic designer um, in college in, I think, University of Southern Carolina. We will talk about that, though, in the interview. Um, but it's been such an incredible process, just really working up the courage, first of all, to actually hire someone. Um, I have had a lot of issues with delegating. I It's not that I'm a control freak, but I just think over the span of the last four years or four, almost five years of me doing YouTube, it's been a one woman show. And part of that is because I'm able to. YouTube is such an incredible platform where, you know, you're able to film yourself, edit yourself, like set up all the lights, write the thing. You're literally a whole production team in one person. And I think that's so cool because you really can, you know, create any content that you want. Um, but as I've, you know, moved forward, gotten older, gotten more experience, I also have started to realize that in order to progress a business forward, in order to scale a business of any kind, you have to be okay with delegating tasks. You have to be okay with having people on your team and having people in your corner because the truth of the matter is you cannot do it all alone. You just can't. And, you know, there are some things that you can do on your own, but it's more like you're going to plateau and be stagnant. And that's where I was feeling for a while. I was feeling like my day-to-day -day tasks were just maintenance. Like I was just maintaining all of my brands and my content, my channel. I was not doing the things that would really push the needle forward. And I realized that in order to do those things, I needed to take some tasks off my plate, especially the tasks that are not so much like not as valuable for me to do versus someone else. Because not only could someone else be better at it than me, like graphic design, sure, I enjoy it and I'm okay at it, but she specializes in it. She's way better than me at it. And so I should let someone do it who's better than me. And, you know, that way I can focus on the things that I will say are of higher value, like the content, you know, writing out these podcast episodes or thinking about the five-year plan for this business, those types of things that are really going to push the needle forward um, can't happen as easily if you don't delegate. So this has been an incredible learning process for me. I have obviously been on the other side of this. I've been an employee, an intern. I've done so many freelance projects, a consultant, but I have not been on this side of things where, I mean, I've been a manager at jobs in the past, but not for my own thing. So this has been incredible. She rocks. I love her. She's so professional. She's so talented. She's fun. We've developed an incredible friendship and we're both kind of going through this learning curve together. And I just love that. And I think it's really exciting to talk about. So I'm bringing her on, Jojo, for the first time on this podcast, my very first employee, 
my very first intern and we're going to talk a little bit about how kind of how that all started and then we're also going to talk about her next transition into her career and kind of you know what she's thinking about all of that and she has some awesome wisdom for you guys in terms of networking and she's just I love her she's so wise so I can't wait for you guys to hear this interview without further ado let's get into it My name is Adrienne Finch, and I believe wholeheartedly that anyone from any background can create the success and happiness that they want. With my proven productivity hacks, business tactics, and a little mindset coaching, this podcast will unlock your greatest potential and transform you into the CEO of your own life, business, happiness, and success. So what are you waiting for? This is the Self-Made CEO Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. So this is funny. We actually just started recording the intro and then had to adjust something with the sound. So we're back. Take two. Hello, it's Adrian Finch here. Welcome to the Self-Made CEO Podcast. I have an amazing guest with me today, Joanna. She is my very first employee, intern, social media coordinator, social media manager, boss, person who keeps me in check. And I love her and she's here. Hi. Hi. So happy to have you. I know we just did this, but we're doing it again. <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. Where are you recording this from right now? I'm in my room. Yes. It's really big. Like, yeah, it is really big. At college. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So tell everyone where you go to school and what your major is and all of that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm originally from Atlanta, Georgia, but I go to the University of South Carolina and I'm a senior right now. My last semester it's been- and I'm majoring in retailing, so like fashion merchandising, store stuff, all that stuff, yeah. Very nice, very nice. Um, we were just, I was just telling her to tell you guys if she goes by JoJo or Joanna, because every time I go to make a calendar appointment, I'm like switching between the two names, and I, I was honestly never positive which she preferred. <laughs> so will you tell them again? Yeah, I honestly like don't prefer really either of them um like my boyfriend calls me both my friends call me both my parents call me both but like in a professional setting I usually lead with Joanna because sometimes people don't take Jojo as seriously um so yeah some people do it's kind of like literally I will answer to anything I feel that it's kind of like in college I had all these friends usually guys who you know went by Joey or okay Joey's a great example of actually one of my friends and the second it was like senior year second semester the first day he goes oh no I'm Joe I'm Joe and I was like no you're not (laughs) you're Joey always but it's funny I I totally get it people want to you know sound a little more professional with their names totally but I like Jojo and I like Joanna so they're both good so okay I'm so excited to talk to you today because I think not only is our journey together and working together really just kind of cool to talk about because it's new for me and I'm sure this type of thing is probably new for you as well like working with someone who lives in LA who's a random YouTuber and has a podcast Um, (laughs) and you've had like lots of job and internship experience so I would love to talk about both kind of our journey together and then also I know when we first met and chatted about you know what was coming up in the year ahead you're a senior in college we talked about kind of that transition afterwards and I remember you saying that you know, you asked me some questions about what it's like doing your own thing. So doing freelance or trying to, you know, make a steady income when you don't have a traditional nine to five employee job. So I think it could be cool to talk yeah. about sort of both of these things. Um, so to start, let like who, okay, who, who are you? Who are you, Joanna? No, what, um, where are you from? What college? What major? What's your deal? 
Yeah, so I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I go to the University of South Carolina. Like you said, I'm a second semester senior, but I've been with Adrian like since like middle, since I guess like my full senior year now. Um, And I am majoring in retailing, kind of like an emphasis in fashion merchandising. Um, And then I'm also a journalism minor. Amazing. So it's funny, I actually forgot that that was your major because I think of you as this boss, incredibly talented graphic designer as well. So what got you into graphic design? Did that come out of nowhere? Or was that like a part of a job in retail that you had? Or like, how did that happen? Yeah, so it actually started like in high school when they have those different like career path tracks you can take. Yeah. And I kind of tried out a bunch of different ones. I did marketing, video production, graphic design. And I think I just like retained the most from graphic design. Yeah. And I ended up taking one of my minor classes, um, visual communications. And we like kind of did the basics of InDesign, which is what I haven't used before. Because I know I use Photoshop, um, mm-hmm. kind of like taking photos. And I've always been into making things look really pretty and really aesthetically pleasing to the eye. Totally. Um, so I learned that. I was like, wait, I really enjoy this. I want to do this more. And so then that's kind of from there when I started finding positions that would allow me to dip my toes into graphic mm-hmm. design and I was like a graphics and communications intern for a leadership consultancy and they basically like had no one in-house who could do graphic design so they had me start doing all that stuff and I realized between everything I was doing that was like my favorite thing that I've done yeah and I realized like no matter what company I'm at I think I'd be okay doing graphic design social media stuff um as opposed to doing like because I always knew I wasn't interested in like a traditional fashion route. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a buyer. I didn't care about picking out the clothes. I don't like numbers or spreadsheets. <laughs> um, so that's I feel like there was this whole other like creative sector that I could go down instead of just like the super businessy side of fashion. Right. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at today and kind of it's like what led to me to my other internships and stuff like that. That's awesome. I mean, it's it's also just so cool that it was kind of an experience you had that showed you oh you know I kind of like this and I love the types of jobs where like let's say you're super into marketing but then you're like randomly as a hobby you're just really into film then it's like well you could get a marketing job like at a film studio or something there's a a way to combine yeah it's like super nice to be able to combine several interests together into kind of a career path for yourself so that's cool and you know it, it could turn out that you end up being the graphic designer but you could still do it for retailers or do it for you know other things that you're also interested in. exactly that's kind of yeah I think right out of school I think that would be like the best fit totally like you have this degree yeah exactly like look at and they're like oh that's cool because not a lot of people like have a degree like in retailing itself it's usually just like fashion design or something like that um and then you add a and you add a unique skill set on top of probably other candidates as well and you know it's interesting I feel like times have changed a little I feel like when I first entered college, I swear everyone was like, you need to be an expert in one thing and don't be as well-rounded. Like, don't be the jack of all trades. And I always felt like I was the jack of all trades. I liked everything. I wanted to do everything. And then and that kind of freaked me out. But then kind of like what happened with you, like I would find myself at these jobs and internships and actually having a skill that they would figure out that they need. And I'd say, oh, well, I can actually do that. Like when I was at yeah. Warner Brothers, they... Um, I was in TV publicity at Warner Brothers and I was just doing PR, but then they needed someone to edit this reel. And I was like, oh, I know how to edit. And they were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and like it ended up being very valuable. So good for you doing a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So how did you freaking find me and how did I find you and how did this all go down? Um, so it's actually really funny because I never like followed you. Like, yeah. 
the truth like, comes out, ladies and gentlemen. She did not follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I, I literally don't care. You or anything. I think I did start. I started following you. I think this summer because I follow your roommate Morgan. Yeah. And like kind of like her whole friend group. Yeah. Um and. I just like st- then started following you, but I'd never like still never watched your videos or anything. And then I kept seeing you post about the podcast. And then I remember when you were like promoting the podcast Instagram, I like followed it. So I was like, oh, this podcast seems really cool. And I was I'm like big into podcasts. I love them. So I'm always finding new ones to listen to. Um, and you had posted on your story about needing someone to kind of like be a social media manager. Um, and you just like put up your email and like, yeah, this was over the summer when I was like at my other internship and I'm not. I wasn't particularly like crazy about it and I kind of knew I needed like a job or something to do in the fall semester just like at school and stuff um so I emailed Adrian with my with like some work samples and my resume because I hadn't had a portfolio yet and we just kind of like connected and realized like we would be a good fit Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how we started I love it it makes me smile I'm also like such an insecure boss like I it's so funny being on the other side of things because it's like in my head I'm just like oh she probably hates this and this sucks and ah, and on and it's like okay that's why from the very start I was trying to be like you know let's have an honest open communicative relationship because for me I want the person that is working with me to love doing it and I want them to be able to do what they love to do and I want them to get out of it yeah. what they want to get out of it and of course I want to get the things that I need help with out of it as well um but yeah no I just remember you contacting me and me thinking my first thought was like okay this girl is overqualified for this (laughs) I was like she you obviously you were very what stuck out to me about you was just like your professionalism it's such a small thing but it goes a long way I think especially in this type of industry like not every youtuber is going to care that you you know put the extra effort into that email and you really you know you went out of your way to like really shine I want to say and I mean it stuck out to me because I knew exactly the type of worker you were from literally that email and from what you sent me and I thought yeah okay she she's serious and um yeah and then we chatted and we were very much on the same page about stuff and so we basically decided to do kind of a lot of it too with this show being new I didn't even know what I wanted so a lot of this has been growing and learning and changing for us because what I wanted her to be able to do too is take creative freedom and reign and and help be proactive with like, hey, let's do this because this is what I see happening and I want to be able to be like, heck yeah, do it. Like, I, you know, I have certain preferences and I have certain things I want done, but overall what I loved is that I felt like she could take creative freedom and just really run with it and do whatever she wanted and we can adjust as we go. And yeah, and that's kind of what you were looking for too, right? Is something where you could do more because didn't you say at your last thing you kind of they didn't know what they were doing but also put like restrictions on you or something i can't remember yeah well i think it's also just like once you have like a solidified brand that's like made themselves like Mm -hmm. whenever you work for someone else it's really hard to kind of separate your creative style with like their brand image so for me it's like i always wanted like the company i worked for was very simple very clean and like for me i feel like i'm more into like like glitter and like adding more yeah. like, fun photos and like collages and stuff and like that's something that I just know because like for me it's kind of like if I'm not enjoying what I'm making it's going to take me so much longer totally. to do it but if it's something I really love like like you know like I can knock a post out like within an hour very easily like if we need something right away yeah. as long as it's not like and I think that kind of happened at first too because at first we kind of went for this like thing like not like thing like this kind of method of like being really clean and simple and like almost being too like 
Too like stiff. Yeah, we again? we were trying to do. Yeah, totally. I agree. It was a little more. It was less fun and playful, and more. Yeah, we like. I don't think we stood out like, yeah. as much as we could have been. I agree. Um, so that's been really fun to kind of just like figure out the different ways we can kind of yeah. portray our message and share. Yeah. Information on. And I think it's working. I think that the changes that you made have really been helping people like people, my own friends, especially are always like, I love the graphics. They're so cute and like inspiring and everything. And I love it. And it's it's all that's why I just think it was so important for us to be open minded because, you know, like, okay, we wanted to try the businessy thing. We didn't like it. So that's fine. You know, it's not like, oh, like we're we're able to adjust as we go. And I love that. And I think it's important to have that type of. Yeah like situation and it's fun for both of us because there are going to be things we hate and things we like and we're going to keep doing the things we like and not do the things we don't like um so I'm glad I'm glad that you're able to and I always want you to like it so it's like I'm liking the posts you're liking the posts I think (laughs) um yeah no it's fun yeah no good no good I'm glad and so yeah we basically I'm I I could talk forever about kind of delegating and this whole thing, but I'll save that for another solo episode because, you know, me even finding you was a big step in my professional life because I've had a really hard time letting go of control with things, not control with things, but just thinking that what I, you know, it's easier for me to do something myself. Like, oh, I can just yeah. do it, right? But then it's like, that doesn't, you need a team. You need people to help. And I'm so happy that I have found you. Um, so anyway, we're going to take a really quick break. But then when we get back, we're going to talk about your transition that you're about to go through and kind of how you're feeling about that. So we'll be right back. Rockstar Energy is giving one lucky winner a trip to Las Vegas. To enter, text Vegas to 59570 for your chance to win an all-inclusive trip to Las Vegas from Rockstar Energy. Again, that's V-E-G-A-S to 59570. A confirmation text will be sent. Standard message and data rates apply. back hello thank you for being here still so let's talk a little bit about like your upcoming transition how you're feeling about that um in terms of jobs and graduating and everything like that because even if you guys listening aren't in college or you know you're older or you're younger i think that these types of transitions we go through often you know whether it's a career path change whether it's taking something like taking a risk that you maybe think isn't a stable choice and but you know that you want to try. I know that it's not easy for everyone to take those kind of risks and to really, you know, have faith that it's all going to work out. And so you're kind of right in the middle of a situation like that. I mean, it's a natural progression in life. I remember yeah. graduating. And so how are you feeling right now? What's been going on in terms of that? Yeah. So I, like I said, I graduated in May and I feel like I honestly like a lot of my friends are also in kind of like this more like non-traditional industry like a lot of Mm -hmm. my friends are either fashion majors or hospitality PR and so kind of like those fields that are not very like traditional businessy like they all hire for people in like the fall Mm -hmm. and like a lot of people at school like have had jobs since like October and I'm like I don't even start looking until this semester just because like I feel like in any kind of especially in a creative role like 
companies don't just have like, oh, I'm going to hire, we're going to hire five graphic designers this year. Right. Like, that's just not how it works. So it's like very much on a needs basis. Um, so I kind of just like apply to jobs whenever I see them. And like mm-hmm. right now, I'm applying to jobs just to see options. Nothing's mm-hmm. really worked out yet. So that's another part. Like I, for a yeah. while, I was really scared to apply to jobs because like, oh my God, like I'm going to get it. And then like I have to decide right away. Like that is not the case. I like, see. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hey, I mean, that's a better attitude to go in with, though. Like, I'm going to get it versus, like, I'm yeah, not going to get it. So I was just, like, kind of scared to start applying to things at first. So I was like, well, I can't start right. technically until May. Maybe even, like, I prefer to start later in the summer. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of, like, I'm not someone that's, like, set on one place. Um, Like, I have a lot of friends from New York, and they're all like, I want to be back in New yeah. York. And I'm like, I don't need to be in Atlanta. I don't need to be in New York. I don't need to be really anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also helped me just a little bit. Um, I would love to just like not get a traditional job right after I graduate um, just because I I just love this so much more and I love being able to do my own thing. I'm kind of the same way like you are like I don't really like delegating. I've kind of, that's mm-hmm. kind of been an issue for me like in leadership positions in the past but I just love taking on so many things and like I am constantly busy like yeah always tell my friends like I have work to do but it's like I don't hate it right like, I enjoy like taking my time to like just set and like create things yeah um so that's so important by the way like that's I'm so happy for you that that's like your mindset because I think when you don't view what you're doing as work obviously that's the best case scenario because you're you're loving it and yeah no that's a good place to be in sorry I interrupted you though no you're fine so yeah it's definitely I think just like a little different because I'm not going the traditional route with my major like a lot Mm -hmm. of people go with this major, it's very like merchandiser, buyer, planner, like everything that kind of like big names that you would or big job titles that you would assume go into like the back end of a fashion company. So yeah, not, like not the store stuff, just like the corporate stuff. Um, I just like don't care to do like I'd rather do the creative side. And I had this like thing where I was like, oh, should I change my major? Like so right. year, and then I just realized. I chose fashion for a reason and like I've always wanted to do fashion and I've just kind of realized that I can you know brush up on my graphic design skills in another way and I can like totally. I'm completely self-taught I just kind of like learn by doing which I think is really yeah. cool but I also think that is something it is harder for me to be applying to like traditional graphic design jobs right. because they look for people like with design degrees most interesting of the time. yeah um, that is interesting kind of where I'm in a pickle yeah, I didn't even think about that, actually, that I was just thinking, oh, here's your experience, because I do feel like as times are are changing, uh, it's a little bit less, I mean, different industries, obviously, like our types of industries um, are a little bit more experience based and a little bit less credit, you know, major yeah, based. Exactly. But I also do notice that some definitely still are like, well, I don't know. Um, so that that is tricky and that's tough. And I think what will happen probably for you is you'll if you do get one of these jobs, it'll be like the right you'll it'll be the right fit when it works. And if it's someone that wants, you know, the person with the degree, then maybe it wouldn't even be the right fit for you, because I think you want a little bit more like creative freedom, too, and maybe time to like do other things. Who knows? Maybe you end up just doing a bunch of freelance. It could yeah. go anyway. How do you feel about the fact that it's a little bit up in the air? Like, I know you're applying. You haven't secured one yet. What do you do? You have kind of a plan like in your mind whether you do or don't get a full-time position of like what you're what you think you'll do yeah so right now I'm actually maybe by by the time this episode's up I will know like what I'm doing this summer um I'm trying to work at a camp in Greece all summer and yes something like I went to when I was like graduating high school and it's like 
this was really the only time in my life I'd be able to like commit an entire summer to like working there. Right. Um, like I find out about that this week and I really hope I get it because I think it also will just help me like my parents are like a little weird about me like just not getting a job, especially because my sister is way like she was an accounting major, got a job like in January. Like, oh yeah, she was very stable. Like we are just t- polar opposites, and like my parents know I like to do my own thing, and I try to. And like my mom's a real estate agent, which is the funny thing. Like she completely works for herself. She kind of built this business mm-hmm. herself, and they're still kind of weird about me trying to do mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah, um, they're very supportive in the sense of like, if I let's say I like get this job in Greece for the summer, um. I could come back and then look for jobs for a little bit if Mm -hmm. like I wanted to while like doing freelance stuff and like living at home like thankfully like they're more than open to me living at home as long as I am doing something you know my dad always says I have to pay my rent so um I think right now that's kind of secretly what I want to do yeah um and I definitely would need to get a lot more like clients to make it like a livable income but also like if I'm not paying rent or anything I think there's less pressure for the saving yeah no absolutely and like reach out to like local things and like find like part-time things um but I think ultimately I kind of realized like I do want to do freelance Mm -hmm. and if I have to take a job for like a year or two just to like build like um a saving so I can like move somewhere else like move out of home and like Mm -hmm. kind of move to a city like like, I'd love to just, like, move to Nashville and do freelance, but That'd be awesome. I definitely can't do that right now, like, right. as a senior and stuff. Um, So I'm just kind of up in the air, but I definitely know what I want to do. Yeah. But it's kind of just, like, will other factors make that possible? Yeah, totally. I mean, what it sounds like, though, is I feel like you are – you're having a very open mind in the sense of, like, you know what? I'm going with the flow. I'm going to try my best to do what I want to do. We'll see what happens. And that is so, I mean, that's the most important thing. I think it's very, a lot of people are not as calm about that situation. Um, But I mean, I would completely agree. Like me looking at you, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're going to be fine. Because it may not go the way you expect. It may go a totally different way. Things might change in a year. You know, your life, like, did I think I was going to even have this podcast four years ago? No, I didn't even know like podcasts were a thing, honestly. And so it's cool to see, it's cool to just like, and it's a lesson kind of for everyone, just like, Take one day at a time, put everything out there. The fact that you're even interviewing at all these companies and potentially whether you do or don't get something. I remember in college, I interviewed for like five internships one semester. And it was because it was the semester that I was trying to get like a big studio internship. And those are really competitive. And I remember I interviewed literally for like five and I got rejected from all of them. And I remember sitting there just thinking, man, at first, I only let myself think this for like one minute, though. I was like. Am I just not am I actually not qualified for, you know, the this a studio job? Do I not have enough experience? Was I not the right person? Was I And I actually questioned that for a little bit. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? It's meant to be. If I if they didn't want me, I probably wouldn't want them either. And I kind of kept telling myself that and then guess what? A couple months later, when it was time to look for the next semester, the Warner Brothers uh people that I interviewed called me again and they were like, "Hey, can you come back again for another interview?" Um Christy, who is the name of my director, they were like, Christy loved you, but the days that you were available were not the right ones that we needed. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, that was one of the biggest lessons in my whole life was like, 
okay, I didn't even know the reason I didn't get the job. And it wasn't even because of my skill or who I was or anything. It was because I of my- I think it's really good to ask them that too. Yeah, definitely. I like to ask them why, because I know some people who have like gotten jobs because of that. Oh, because interesting. Because they ask why they didn't work. And yeah. also like- once you know why, like you can reach back out in a few months. Yeah. Like, hi, I improved on this, and I wanted to let you know. Like, totally. In case you guys have any openings? But like, I'm kind of. I feel like I feel like that might happen to me because a lot of companies are like, oh, we're not hiring right now, but like, we'll keep your resume on file. Like, right. We're going to be hiring like later, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not really like dying to get a job until like next until like August right. fall time anyway. So I'm yeah. like, I can do my own thing and like save money living at home working Greece for the summer yeah. and then like if people want me again but I've also kind of like I've definitely been restricting myself because I have been applying just like at bigger companies just like names people know just because I'm trying yeah. to do the fashion companies first and I think like some of it's helpful but some of it's not like I think I'm restricting myself but I'm just like it's so weird because there's like so many companies out there. Oh yeah. But I'm just like, a little scared to like apply to a company I've literally never heard of. I'm like, totally. Well, what if I get this job? I don't know anyone that's worked there. I don't know anything about mm -hmm. them. Like, I couldn't tell you anything. And so I think I'm a little freaked out because of that. And like, um, but even some of the companies I've been working for, I'm realizing like I stand out compared to other people, which I didn't like. People, fashion companies, I'll be applying to. They'll be like, oh wow, you're like you majored like in fashion merchandising and I'm like yeah like I mean well because yeah there's so many kids in my school who are also that major I was like I didn't think it was like special that I was that major interesting you know I mean? yeah like, well I bet a lot like, of people yeah that that's interesting yeah well you mean like applying for graphic design but be for a fashion company kind of but like I mean right now I've been interviewing for this visual merchandising program and they're like yeah it's still so great that like you have a I mean, like I've taken classes that are probably very applicable to that position Yeah. that other people, because I mean, a lot of people who are like, they see the word merchandising and I think it's kind of like marketing people also kind of like go towards that mm -hmm. or like any kind of businessy thing. And I do think business skills can like kind of transfer to any position, Totally. Yeah. but at the same time, like, I think it is helpful if I've like, they don't have to teach me something, right. you know, when I get there, it just has kind of like less on their part. Yeah. I think um, you'll be surprised. I think you will stand out and be a candidate that these bigger companies would actually like hire for sure. Yeah. And you were saying that, you know, they keep your resume on file. I feel like you're someone who's very in tune to like networking and the right things to do and, you know, how to put, make yourself stand out. And so do you think like, what are you going to do? Are you going to, um, what am I saying? Are you going to like stay in touch with these people? Even if, you know, like what's your advice for someone who maybe gets rejected from a job, but you know, doesn't want to burn the bridge, maybe wants to stay in contact, doesn't know the proper way to. Because I think people shy away from that with like maintaining and nurturing these business relationships and these, you know, like your network. What would be like your advice for someone if that's their situation? Um, yeah. So like, I think there's like a few different ways you can go about this. Like obviously after someone interviews you, you can connect with them on LinkedIn. I find that like sometimes that's difficult because like a lot of important people like have so many requests all the time yeah. and I don't think personally I don't really use LinkedIn like that I kind mm -hmm. of just like it more definitely finding people that work at these different companies like unfortunately like I feel like it's kind of the same like in a lot of industries like connections will take you very far yeah and for me I was interviewing at this one company and it's like my godbrother's girlfriend's mom works there mm -hmm. and so I emailed her and like because like we kind of have a little connection like I don't know her but I emailed her 
I remember last year trying to find an internship um, at this one company and it's like in Atlanta. So it kind of just worked out and they were like, oh, well, we, and it was while I was abroad, which was also really difficult for like finding an internship. And they were like, well, we already filled it. Um, so then I reached back out again this spring being like, oh, well, now I'm looking for a job. If you could pass my resume on to someone. And then they passed it on to like the HR person, had a phone call with them, like a phone interview type thing. And they were like, well, we're not, we already filled our position for the summer because <laughs> I'm obviously very late about doing things. Um, but they were like, we're going to like reach back out in the fall if we have any openings. And mm -hmm. then, then like, because they said that I will then reach back out. Like I'll usually set a reminder, like. I'll like pick a random date in September, reach back out to them, like make a reminder and be like, oh, email the Carter's lady today and be like, usually you can just go about with it, like saying like, hi, we spoke last spring. Like I loved getting to talk to you on the phone or whatever. I'm yeah. learning more about the company. Like we're just reaching back out to see if there's anything. Um, but then also like literally any contact you can find of someone um, because typically when you, if you apply for something and then, or even so either if you apply for something, usually it's like an automated like decline if you don't get an interview. But if you get an interview, like keep those people's contacts mm -hmm. that like scheduled the interview with you and just kind of like email them like whenever you whenever you need something. Um, or not like only when you need something, but you know what I mean. No, I know I um, think kind of like you're basically saying you're keep those contacts and and reach out to like I, that's something I learned too, just literally reach out like every four months and just give them a little update. Like, Hey, I'm up to this yeah. now. Like still, you know, keep me posted on what you guys are doing. If you ever need something like I'm here, basically you're just like waving to them, even if they don't yeah, respond. Even if they know literally nothing about you. Yeah. It also never hurts. Like if you have a contact somewhere, just send them your resume. Like yes. people, you'd be surprised. Like how many people oh, are it's like, insane. Oh, I was like literally looking for something. It's insane. Like you. That has happened literally so many times with me and people I know and every time I understand that sometimes it can be uncomfortable to cold call someone or to cold email but at the same time especially email literally there's nothing to lose the worst thing oh, that could yeah. happen is they don't respond I don't think I would cold call someone but <laughs> I mean cold calling is a little bit I different them, yeah that's a little bit different if but I need them on a personal level maybe I would yeah but I think like emails like I send so emails many emails. easy like, yeah emails you easy the funny part is you forget about it. That's the thing. Like, oh my God. Like, okay. They're like, email you back. And you're like, oh, wow. Yes. No, I was going to say one of the biggest things I learned is like all about just compoundability. This sound, I'm okay. Not to get all Adrian self-made CEO on us, but we're on the self-made CEO <laughs> podcast. So I'm going to um, compoundability, basically talking about the fact that every single cause has an effect. And that is just a universal law. Every cause has an effect, meaning you might feel like you're wasting all this time emailing all these people who you don't know, who may or may not give you might think, oh, there's no way I'm going to get a job from this person that I'm emailing randomly, whatever. You don't understand what every single one of those emails can potentially do. You may in a year, you don't know what the person on the other side, even if they don't answer, they could have clicked on it. They could have just seen the subject line. And then six months later, they remember, oh, wait, uh, didn't someone email me about this? You know, and that happens so many times. And as time goes on, your memory of it goes down. So you may not even realize the seeds that you've planted over yeah. all these months and then something can happen and even if it's not a direct one-to-one -one, like oh I applied for this job and then a year later I got this job there are still so many like indirect things that happen effects that happen from what you're doing and I think that's a lesson that everyone should take and take it to heart and learn because sometimes I'll sit there feeling like I wasted time emailing 60 people and then 
I don't even I can't even explain how sometimes those things come full circle and turn into something. So that's really oh, good advice from yeah, you. Yeah, that's like I would say that's like the best way to kind of just like keep in touch with people. Yeah. And then like it's just really crazy. Like now that you say it like that, like you explain things, I'm like, wow, that just makes so much sense. <laughs> but like, it's so exactly much, like, oh my gosh. Like, makes sense now. Like <laughs> even like yesterday, like I was telling Adrian, like I like I do like a bunch of different things. Like I have a like a lot of different like little jobs I do here at school, but like Basically, what I did is, like, I did freelance stuff, and then I nannied, and I, like, yesterday just quit my nannying job, and I was like, well, it's fine. Like, I'll get that extra, like, money throughout the week from, like, something else, and then, like, literally, or I guess, yeah, today, someone emailed me, like, asking me to, like, take on a project for them, and I was like, oh, my God, like, this is so crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. I literally was just thinking about, like, how am I going to, like, just kind of make up for these, like, fun funds I have every week, and, like, now, like, something just Yeah, exactly. It literally popped into your life. And who knows how all like you got to plant your seeds and you have to establish yourself in some way and then things will just come at you literally. And that's part of manifesting, too. It's like just like the relationships Mm -hmm. also. Totally. I found that even just like relationships in my past internships and past jobs like got me they get me like other internships and other jobs because like everyone knows each other. And like, right. I like in high school, I was this like it girl ambassador for this clothing company I was obsessed with. And then this past semester, like I kind of brought that back up and I was like, or I guess this time last year, I was like, Oh, I'm going to apply for their internship. And I think mm-hmm. it looks good that I like already worked there. And like, I knew a few people that had worked there. So I was like, just kind of like keeping in touch with them. And then like, I got that. And now I have these connections with like this graphic designer at this company that I worked mm-hmm. for. And like, she knows people she knows like other companies like they'll also people will look an eye out keep an eye out for you like for jobs that like oh yeah to you. oh yeah and like my friends do this a lot too because we all like to do different things my one friend will just send me she already has a job so she yeah send you look that, for jobs for other that's so, so nice no yeah. i feel like literally networking is so so important and honestly i'm gonna write down that i should do a whole networking episode because i will 100 percent attest all of my jobs internships business like wins all of my wins in those categories to my network to connections I've had to nurturing those relationships and I I like that you mentioned relationships because um and I know we got to get off in a minute here but to close it out I want to say I agree the relationships thing you guys is so important and the best thing that you can do to nurture relationships with business connections is to keep in touch and also to not expect anything from them actually value the connection and value the relationship and yes you're going to hope that like something can come out of it that benefits you but you're going to get more benefit when you are are thinking what can I do to help this person or how can I make myself stand out to this person how can I nurture this relationship because when you naturally have that type of attitude of not like not coming from as we talk about not coming from a place of lack like well I need this person to help me I need 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 I need you to do this I need you versus like hey I like I want to be connected with you I want to nurture this relationship and I don't have any expectations I've let go of the outcome and I hope that by us building a relationship something can benefit me of course it can be a mutually beneficial relationship but I find that those are the people always that I want to work with are the people that are like hey, like, I'm happy to help. And of course, they might be trying to help so that I can do something for them, too. But I'm willing to do something for them because they helped yeah. me and they willingly helped me. And anyway, I feel like that's kind of how you and I were, because like, I just kind of like, yeah, threw myself at you. And like, at first, like, um, like, I wasn't getting paid or anything, just like in case anyone didn't know. And oh, I was yeah. literally doing this solely for like, 
experience and yes. like honestly just like now I like now Adrian and I have built this are we I don't know if I'm talking yes. to you she's she's talking <laughs> to me but she's talking to them I feel like almost like made everything easier and like now I know like if I need any help with anything like I can just go to you yes or like if I need any like because she's also like a lot she's like what like five years older than me so yeah not, like, something like, new, like business big yeah oh my I god have, girl like, literally hi I will be your mentor in any way shape and form and you are killing it you don't even you don't need my help but I am he- always here for you that's the thing even beyond this when we're done with all of this one day in life when you're big and whatever doing your thing doing your graphic design at a major fashion label um no I'm always going to be someone that's in your life as a connection you can always you know ask me yeah. anything or references or this or that I'm always happy and that's the thing it's like I'm so happy to build those relationships. And, you know, I have a mentor. I have a business coach who's older than me who's, like, helping me with all this stuff. And so it's exactly. it's just it all comes full circle. And people want to help yeah. more than you think also, I think. That's, that's a big thing is, like, people, like, aren't just, like, people are not as obsessed with themselves as, pe- as other people yes. think. Yes. Like, they're always willing. Like, helping other people makes you feel good. Oh, and, like, my gosh, yes. And, like, people want to feel good. Preach, so, like, sister. Because then you'll constantly be thanking them and, like, helping them in other ways. Like, like if someone helps you get a job, then, like, you're obviously, especially if you're at the same company, like, you're going to be thanking them all the time. You're going to be like, oh, do you need help with this? Like, I have extra time. Like, you did this thing for me. So, like, people, like. People want to help you. And it's just this. Yes, I 100% agree with that. It's so easy to say, oh, they'll never answer me. They're too busy. They're too, you know, successful. My business coach, I never thought she would even like be on my podcast and now she's literally my mentor she's she invited me to dallas to like go to this event with her like we're homies and she loves yeah. helping me and it's amazing i never thought you know but she, same thing she's like i just literally thrive off helping people that's why i have this show i just want to help people you know exactly and i feel it's like all... it's a good break between like your business stuff yeah like, you're sitting at work all day and you get like a cool email like oh like could like i could help you with this project or something totally. and then people are like, oh, okay like let me just take a break from work. But like, yeah. I feel like that's like. No, people want to people want to help more than you think is the point. And, yeah, exactly. and so, yeah, well, yeah, no, I, I love I'm just I'm glad that we have built this and I'm so glad that you were on the podcast. I'll definitely have to have you back again, um, you know, as we go through things and as we go through a <clears throat> cough, cough rebrand, which you guys will find out about soon. Um. So, yeah, I'll have to have you back and we can maybe talk about, like, what we did for that once we do that. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much. And where can everyone find you on yeah, the so gram? My, like, kind of, like, fashion blog, like, design Instagram is at just.jojo.things. Um, and I, like, sometimes repost things. I make for Adrian, but I also make, like, stuff for other brands, and, like, stuff just for my own personal brand. So yeah. It's, kind of, like, the mix it's great. You guys should content. follow um and then yeah that's pretty much i'll put her links in the show notes so you can check her out and yeah hey if anyone listening is hiring graphic designers (laughs) hit her up um (laughs) (laughs) no but i appreciate you and i appreciate everything you've done with me and for me and i love that this can just be a mutual learning you know situation this is so like i'll always remember this i will always in my whole entire life i will remember this because this is my first first person who Ooh. took a chance on me like oh. I was just kind of this random girl that emailed her like because I've only no, ever done rock. it for like 
actual business. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. not, not an actual business, but like no, I get a it. That, like formally hired. Right. Me. Right. Like, not an individual really doing their own thing. Yeah. Good. Oh, I'm so glad. No, like, this I hate rules and I hate like normal stuff like yeah. that. So this is like no, this is so chilling. We know so what we gotta do. It. It's flexible. We're yeah, and and that's yeah. the thing. We work the best when when we work the way that we want to work, and that's just the yeah. truth. You know. That's a good point. Well, okay. I appreciate you. Thank you again so, so much. And I'll, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Bye. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I just want to say thank you guys so, so much for listening, for being a part of this community, for following me and talking to me through messages, through email. I get so many amazing messages from you guys. And I want to, I want you to know that each and every one of those means literally the world to me every time one of you says that something i said inspired them or changed their mindset or changed their life i you know i'm still just in shock and in awe that i get to do this that i get to like talk to you guys and help you so i would encourage you guys today as your homework go tell someone you know about this show or tell them something that inspired you that i said or that we talked about here um Go share share the message. And, you know, I as you guys know, I want to get this show out to as many people as possible because I want to help as many people as possible. And I've been enjoying this so, so much. So go tell a friend. Go tell a family member. Go tell literally anyone. Go post on your social media that, hey, this random girl can maybe spit some wisdom that could maybe change your life. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just two bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Skyline is a staple in our lives. It's a way of connecting and it brings us together. It's so nice that you take time out for you and your friends and enjoy that time together. It's always a good feeling at Skyline. (laughs) We love our Skyline time.